Okay, guys, I'm excited about this next episode um, of Real Talk with Brad Williams. I'm excited because you guys have an opportunity to sit in and listen to a conversation with myself, Craig Young, and Trayvon Potts. We are brothers, and we've been talking like this for decades. And I'm so blessed, and I'm so encouraged by our conversations. They've done so much to help me out in my lifetime, and I'm excited um, that I get to share that with you. Uh, so I hope you enjoy the podcast. Uh, we talked about a lot of stuff. Uh, we talked about, uh, we started out with an event that Craig participated in. He was the keynote speaker at a under the radar event. And we jump into that right away on the podcast. And then we talk about family. We talk about health. Yeah, we, we talk about what we talk about. But there's a lot to learn if you listen. Um, we're not young men. We're not old, but we're not young. So uh, we're speaking from a place of experience when we talk as friends and as brothers. So listen, and I hope you guys enjoy, and I hope you learn. So sit back and enjoy this uh, podcast. <laughs> so under the radar, I know Trey wasn't, he wasn't there with us. Nope. Uh, Craig invited me to this wonderful event and tricked me into uh, attending the whole thing. <laughs> but uh, it and was I'm sure cool. it was nice and it was nice and and uh, cool with a with a great breeze outside, right? Well, it started out very comfortable, but then that's that changed. Uh, yeah. But you didn't get an update on what it was, Trey. So so I'm gonna let Craig fill you in on what this this under radar event was. It's pretty dope, to be honest with you. Okay, no, I, I am I'm curious because we we talked about it a little bit. I didn't know you were there, so then this is great. Did yeah, you yeah, it? you know, he, so Craig, Craig is a trip, right? I mean, we're talking about him like he's not here, but yeah. he, uh, he, I tell him, he gives people such wonderful advice, right? Yeah. And he gives them great advice. Yeah. And one, this advice is so good, it should not be free. No. And two, if, yes. it is, if it's free or they pay, or regardless, by the time he gets done talking to people, they're like, oh, man, he's dropping dimes. He's dropping jewels. And then it's over. They don't know where to get the content from. They don't know where to, they can hear more about a particular thing they need to do. And so that's yeah. why I've been telling Craig, hey, you know, you have to, you got to change that or fix that, have something to where you're capturing your content. And then somebody's mm -hmm. like, hey, you know what you were saying about X, Y, and Z? Where can I learn more about that? Or you know, your time is valuable. I know I can't get on the phone with you, but is there a place I can go? Is there a resource? Mm -hmm. Is there a link? You know, so that, mm -hmm. that's why we went down there today to get uh, some footage of Craig. So you, so that's what I was going to ask, if you shot it, shot some stuff. Yeah, yeah, he spoke today. Beautiful. He did a great job. Beautiful, beautiful. Thank you, Thank you for that, sir. Um, so do, uh, do, do you care to, to elaborate on? No, I mean, uh, it's, 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 it's really not that big of a deal. So it, it was like a camp for um, all the top high school high school seniors and juniors in in sub in the Southern California kind of area. Mm -hmm. And okay. so um, most and most of the skill guys, just um, wide receivers, quarterbacks, DBs. And so they put them in through individual drills. Then they did um, position drills and then they did one on one and seven on seven. Mm -hmm. And then after they were done with that, they broke them down. And then so 
I just, then after that, whenever took, I was one of the, the speakers just to kind of speak to the group of kids. How many speakers did they have? I guess that would just be me. Yeah. So, oh, so you were the speaker. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. when you say one of, that's that's being uh, highly deceptive. <laughs> you were th you were the keynote for this event. Yes. Let's say it. Bottom line. That's exactly it. Okay. It thank you. Down thank you, Brad. Yeah. They had coaches yeah. there, and then they had one speaker, and that was Craig. Thank you. Thank you, Brad. I just I just want. I want transparency and clarity, and you're giving me that. So thank you, because uh, you leave it to Craig, he leaves it convoluted. I would think that he was in the parking lot just kind of uh, whispering to, <laughs> you know, some of the mothers, you know, yeah. as, they, as they sat in their, uh, sat on their laptops. Y yeah, so this was a big deal. So, um, so... What did what did you say? If can you remember any of the uh, any of the points? What are the things you shared, or are there any jewels that you can say that you feel like connected that really uh, landed with parents and kids, or were there some questions that you answered and and you felt like wow, this really got across, or there's some things that you you know I you know give me a little bit. I'm just I'm just curious. Well, it wasn't a Q and A to, to Brad's point. A Q and A probably would have been better, or like he said. Um, after you do it. It was just more like just me talking to them about some of the some of the pitfalls. So to give you so to give you um so if we want to do bullet points or themes, one of it yeah. um and I think this is universal for anything you do. I think for you and for music and Brad and marketing and sales, it's you have to um master your craft. Like yeah. there's a lot of things that distract you. And yeah. at the end of the day, you um, you need to fall in love with kind of like the the, the details, the the minutia, the the difficult, the um, the small parts. Two, um, you want to nice. you want to make sure that anybody around you is supporting your goals and your dreams and not and, and not tearing them down. Talk a little mm. bit about every decision that um, I've kind of made. Um, there's always been someone to say you shouldn't do that. That's mm. And that lets you know that you're kind of on the right path to greatness because people who are great don't usually think the way that other people do. Yeah. So, um, you just, Real talk. Different. So, um, and I didn't say it like that. I probably should have, but um, I said it in a different way. And then just also just making sure, like, and, and, you know, just in the, basically more of the more decision making, and then that at the end of the day, because kids at this level, they get caught up in offers and social media likes and views and all that stuff. And, those, and that stuff is fine. But once you get to college, it starts back over. And um, mm. it's really about focusing. And then to Brad's point, when you say there's things that I could have, like things that I could have like left, left behind, which I agree with, a lot of things, I, I, I give them jewels, but I don't give them everything. So there's a lot of things that I'm, that, that 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 I hold back and I and I say gotcha. so um don't know but I mean some kids came to me after even when Brad left and so I thought it was pretty well received like the kids were actually because you know you you look to see like are they actually looking at you yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know? they're, they're not looking at their phone or their yeah 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 and I think yeah. there's only like one person but like they were actually looking at me and listening yeah. it was it was crazy I was like. Hey, and, and, and for, um, you know, for millennials, are they millennials or were they, what are they? 
Z. You know, there, there's Z. Uh, and, and there's actually now this, I don't know if it's going to stick, but there's a, a, they're also being called the alpha generation. So that's interesting. So for them to be, um, to like, to have their attention and to be looking yeah. at it, it was, it was cool. Because I think at the, and then um, even when you left Bryce, uh, uh, Brad, I FaceTimed Bryce. No, so no, I was going to say Bryce. It's the B. It's the B. You call me the wrong name again. I saw you. I saw you fucking up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, the whole thing. You're on camera. Uh, <laughs> Bryce FaceTimed me, and um, I was, he was able to talk to some of the kids, and it's crazy to see their faces and see you look at them and like, oh. We're talking to Bryce, it's 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 nuts. It's, it's, it's yeah, that's gotta. I, I I bet that has to be weird. Yeah, it's 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 this whole thing is weird. Um, in a great way, it's a blessing. Because I mean, when I was at the um, talking to my, because I went to lunch with the cops then, because that was a whole uh-huh. And then we talked a little about about this Netflix show, and uh-huh. it's weird how all that happened and like this whole reality TV show that's going to be and how all this came from like picking up a football and running through cones because I didn't want him to tear up the house because he was so hyper. Yeah. Just, <laughs> I, I didn't want to be one of those dads that is yelling at him all the time. And so I figured out just a way to, to entertain him. And the only thing I knew was I knew sports. Well, not the only thing I knew, that sounds dumb. But um, I knew sports. And so I was like, let's figure out some things to do. And now it evolved to this. So it's just weird. Oh, speaking of Netflix, I saw um, I saw five the first five um, episodes of oh of, how uh, how is it? It's good. Guess uh, 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 Brad, I think you need to watch episode one, brother. I was gonna say. Uh, wait, hold on. Wait, let me. I gotta jump in. I know y'all want to get into that, but I was wait. But hold on. As you were talking about this, I was thinking. It's already about to be super strange. Like, where where it is now is probably a weird place. But it's about to be super strange for you, Craig. But I don't think, Brad, I really don't think that you're prepared for how strange it's about to be for you, too. If, if it, 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 and you just saying that the way that, that it's cut up, it's, it's, it's about to get real. Well, yeah. let, let's, not, let's not get it twisted. Craig... Like our, our friendship, everything that we've all ever done in our lives, we've brought one another along. Yeah, yeah you know, I brought you. Yeah, you, you know. So yeah, you you know you were d- intentional, and I, I love you and I appreciate that. It's the same thing with uh, you know you being in Alabama um, mm-hmm. and close to close to Trey, because that's just what happens. It's, we, whether there's a camera there or not, we're gonna be together. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 But, but um, but yeah, no, nah, it's just yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I did work with Def Jam for a minute, so I mean, I'm not yeah. unfamiliar with you. Not uh, of course not. Well, no, no, obviously you're not because you. Uh, I think you got more screen time in episode one than I did. I'm like, <laughs> who's the best? <laughs> I was getting a little hot. Like, is this brother going? Yeah. <laughs> no, that's a trip. Telling all the jokes. Telling all the funny jokes. Because that first episode was um, Bryce's birthday, uh, when we did Bryce's birthday. Oh, at, right, right, right. Uh, okay. We did Bryce's birthday at a sushi restaurant in um, downtown Pasadena. So um, I think it was um, Old Town Pasadena. You were there, Angie, 
Randy, Elise. Peyton. What? Peyton was there, right? I don't think Elise was oh, there. Okay, maybe it's Peyton. It's okay. Peyton. Yeah, yeah, Elise was probably at school. Yeah. And and one thing Craig had done deliberately, Trey, was, you know, I mean, we're all boys and all that, but he's always thinking. And he, he said, um, you know, America doesn't get to see men like us a lot. Every time I say something, he turns his head. That was deep too. I know, and you and you and you went to the you went to the bottom of the Atlantic on that. Yeah, just no, I mean, I, you said America doesn't get to see us a lot. Mm-hmm. Like he did it again. He did it again. What? Why no, he was because, talking? He did the same right, thing. Hey, you want to know what the problem is? No, I want you to look. I want you to look and see. No, don't run away, Madison. Where is she? Yeah, get her. Get her, Madison. Get this her. Is the reason why I was looking away. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We love you guys. We love you love too, Maddie. They said that they love you too. So no. What? So yeah, this is what Craig. Craig was he was playing chess while everybody was playing checkers. He said, "Yes, you know, America doesn't see men like us a lot. You know, they see the antithesis of that." Mm-hmm. And yes. so I deliberately wanted to make sure I called you my boy because you know you're a father like me, and uh-huh. they need to see what what black fathers really look like and what we really do and the friends we really have, what our communities and our tribes look like. So be yourself. So everything he said yes. was spot on except for the be yourself part. When he <laughs> said that, I felt it was my duty, my fiduciary duty, to yes. be myself. You fully realized, un, 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 uh, unadulterated, unfiltered self. Seen, feeling yeah. self. Yeah. Took away, took away my, uh, my, my camera shine. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> it made me want to get grapes, so I just had to. Uh, I'm I'm getting grapes. Right? Have you eaten yet? When you you supposed to be eating dinner, though. Well, yeah. When you when you had your lunch, I came home and had some keto food. So you're not gonna eat again? Yeah, we'll eat later. Angie left to get food because she was starving. Oh, you guys are you you guys are, are you, still ketoing? I didn't know you were ketoing. We going we going strong. Really? How's that going? I I can't do it. I like love sugar it. too much. I love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. I have energy. I don't get foggy anymore. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Could you I do it? All, I went all in. I went all in this time. I can. I went do all it. in last time too. But no, Brad's all in. I can do it for a sustained amount of time. I can keto for a month or two. I can't make that my lifestyle because, like you, I like sugar too much. But more specifically, I can't give I can't give the fruit. I like fruit. But yeah, the fruit piece is is, is difficult. Um, you need that. Need I say more? Yeah. Yeah. See, I, <laughs> there you go. So yeah, I can't. Yeah, I I just can't. I can't do it. I, Love. That's cool. That's kind of funny. It's kind of cute how y'all make it sound like the fruit is the thing you struggle with the most. That's good. Oh, no. I see. I like how you did that. Yeah. Hey. I, I, I'd be one. I'd be good, but the fruit is the what's calling. <laughs> you you calling BS? I'm just saying. <laughs> a, a, a lowercase b. <laughs> well, no, I I'll even go this far. Um, it's not only the fruit; it's the juices. Um, right. I'd still like, uh, you know, stuff like waffles and syrup and, um, <laughs> there you go. You know, I, I, and, 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 you know, every, every, uh, once or twice a month to get, get a slice or two of cherry pie don't hurt either. Don't yeah. Hurt. Well, Hey, Craig had me in the garage thinking about a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Good. And I'm like, man, you, that's, that's one of the things I struggle with the most, the little stuff. I'm a, right. So what I'm doing right now is, because um, it's funny, Brad, Brad and Elise were making fun of me. Because uh, I, I said I'm doing a mod, uh, um, I'm doing a modified keto. So um, basically what I do is I, I just started, by the way, so intermittent fasting. So I, um, yeah. I eat, I start eating at between 1230 and 1. I stop, okay. I stop around 6. That's the goal. Oh, that's more like six. Oh, you're you're very good. I'm not. I'm not that good. And, so then, what do you wait? What uh, are you doing? Like a sixteen eight or what do you? Yes, how are you do? Okay, sixteen eight. Sixteen eight. Mm -hmm. And so I've been basically eating two meals, and then um, I do keto for most of my meals. But if I want something, I'm gonna get it, and then I'll just go back, yeah. and, and I'll just go back to keto. But um, that's that's just what works for me. Mm -hmm. And no, yeah. it's, it's uh, I did that before. Me and Lee were teasing Craig a little bit. Um, yeah. mm -hmm. I did that before, and uh, this time around, I think because I did it before, stopped, did a modified version. Now I'm jumping back into it. I think it made it made it easier for me this time around. Mm -hmm. And then, like, I was just drinking this this hard kombucha. Mm -hmm. Uh, Angie found this. It's just uh, what is it? It's just two grams of carbs mm -hmm. in the whole thing. So, so I think after you jump in keto, you do it, 
you know, and then you may jump out, you may do a modified, but during the whole journey, you keep learning, learning, learning about stuff that's out there. And so, you know, I like to drink beer um, and I can't mm -hmm. have beer anymore, but mm -hmm. we found this hard kom kombucha mm -hmm. that has two carbs. So, you know, I mean, there, there are ways around, there are workarounds. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's no workaround for peanut butter and jelly though. None, none. That, but that's what I'm saying. I mean, life is too short. Like, I don't get, I mean, I know once you get to where you want to go, have your peanut butter and jelly and then go back. Like, you don't believe right. in you, you're not going to do cheat days? No, yeah, no, no. I'll do a, because there comes a time where you plateau and you, you carb load after you plateau and then you go back on it and all that. So that may happen, but after I experienced that keto flu or keto whatever I went through, headache, where I felt like I was in a coma for two days, I, I don't want to, I'm scared to, you don't want to, to, don't to go that. back to the carbs as my energy source. Gotcha. You know? Whoa, talk I'm not to me about front. keto I mean, flu. stuff I miss. Hmm? I've never heard of keto flu. What is that? When you first start to keto, uh, your body's changing from glucose as its primary fuel mm -hmm. to fat as its primary fuel. Mm -hmm. So it's, a, it's, like, it's, it's like going from, uh, you know, unleaded to diesel. Mm. Uh -huh. So that transition, your body, sh it, it pretty much has a, a, a fit, basically. It throws a tantrum. Mm -hmm. And so when you're transitioning from the glucose to the fat, uh, you can get sick and you can feel like flu-like symptoms or you can get a headache. So for me, I got this horrible migraine that, um, yeah, that just took me out. And I normally, I get migraines in the past. I've got them in the past. But usually there's a reason behind it. This time I got it, and there was none of the, none of the triggers I hadn't done. I was good. Mm -hmm. And I was trying to figure out why in the world did I get this migraine. And then um, I realized that it was the, the keto, switching. I've, I've heard it. Yeah, I've heard them. Um... It's rough. Yeah, you're you going to keep me uh, eating grapes. Yeah, it's rough. Yeah, because if you stop with the grapes, your body, your brain in particular, your brain requires a lot of uh, energy. It takes up a lot of energy. It requires a lot of nourishment, and mm. it requires a lot of glucose. Mm -hmm. That's why when people don't eat, they feel foggy in the brain. Because mm -hmm. your brain feels it first. It's like it's saying, hey, we need more sugar. Mm. We're running out of energy. We're running out of fuel. And mm -hmm. so the cool thing about keto is now, once you switch to fat, you don't get foggy anymore because, you know, you have fat. Unless you're not eating enough fat. Like, I got enough fat on my body to fuel my brain for decades. So, I'm, I'm uh, well, what? Is, what? Is, what? Is, well, gentlemen, what? What are the goals? What are you trying to get down? Is there a weight goal? Is there no. a body fat goal? Is like, what is? What's the goal? That's funny. We health. were talking about that. Yeah, health. Like we yeah. we we said the scale the scale's overrated. We're done with the scale. I want to yeah. I want to make sure that if I need to uh, physically protect my family with these, that I got enough energy to go. I want to. I want to know that if I got to run up a flight of stairs, I'm good. I want to know that if I can need to walk the dog, and something comes out of this, and we need to sprint, I'm good. Mm -hmm. I just want to be physically fit and mm -hmm. ready for whatever whatever happens. I don't want to. Yeah, 50 years old, you don't want to take your body for granted. I appreciate the things I can still do physically, and I want to be able mm -hmm. to do those things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No. Um, do you have, do you have a do you have more specific goals, Craig? Or? 
No, there's more vain goals. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Did, well, well, one, um, I talked about, and I think I talked about this to you guys, and, and I talked to a lot of uh, my friends. I am not afraid of the coronavirus. I am respectful of the coronavirus, and I understand the seriousness of it, and it's not something that I want. It's not something I want to subject my friends to or my family to, but um, I don't think I can't operate in fear. And so for me, my natural inclination is when there's something that's going on that can harm, potentially harm me, how do I attack it? And so for me, how do I attack this virus? Um, obviously, social distancing, blah, 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 blah you know, because just today we was killing that hand sanitizer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, yeah. Was, we was on the hand sanitizer. We killing it. Hand sanitizer, um, mask, and all that stuff. Other yeah. one, build, how do I build this temple, get this temple right? So for me, part of that feels like um, those who have the best chance are the healthiest. So for me, that's um, changing my diet, um, lowering my body fat. Um, um, I've been supplementing and then eating and exercising. And so that's, um, that's a part of this, just to make sure that if, if something does happen, then I'm in the optimal position to um, protect, you know, that my body's in the right place. And the second is like, um, I want to walk out the shower and, you know, you walk out as a full length mirror and not have to suck in my stomach before I turn in to look at it. I want to walk out and boom, boom, boom. So I need to get my, um, so I just want to get my stomach right. I don't, like what Brad said, I don't want to lose a lot of pounds because I like where my shoulders are, I like my arms are, I like all that stuff. I don't think that what my face is, um, mm -hmm. is really, really chubby or anything like that. Um, but I want that stomach to be right. So mm -hmm. if I lose too much weight, it's not going to, that's not, I mean, it's not going to be, because you can, you can be, you, your stomach could be right and you could actually, um, have the same weight or even gain more because I've been doing a lot of strength training, not as much um, lifting with um, with um, barbells because Bryce left all these bands. So yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I love the band workouts. I mean, killing the band workouts. And so it's just, mm -hmm. it just has leaned me up and it's, I've added muscle. So you can um, add muscle. I mean, you can be in shape and like gain weight because muscle is more than fat. Mm -hmm. So I'm not, I ain't tripping on the scale. It's all about my, when I get out that, when I look at my stomach, that'll show that, and it's getting smaller and smaller, but I want that thing to be, I want mm -hmm. that, I want that thing to get, to, to get right. So that's, mm -hmm. that's really, that's, that's really my goal. And I know intermittent fasting is a good way to get rid of, mm -hmm. of, of, of belly fat. It's a good way to, yeah. good way to trim up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I good. would also, I would also like my chest to stick out farther than my stomach. Okay. That's a good goal. I just to that's, a, that's a good goal. What, what, okay. what, what about you, Trey? Uh, honestly, it, it, it's, uh, it's an interesting thing because it's, it's completely another place for me. I, I know what, uh, what it was like walking in the den and seeing my dad, you know, putting a needle in his stomach and regulating uh, his insulin uh, using insulin as a regulator for eating the things that he wanted to eat, you know. Uh, I, I saw, um, you know, both my parents have being diabetic, uh, both my brothers being diabetic, uh, everybody uh, 
having high blood pressure and, and, you know, and a, a whole lot of, uh, and then, you know, with both parents dying of cancer and, and there's a part of this for me where it's like, I'm just at a place where it's like, not that I'm afraid of it, but if there is, if there is some way that I can make it to where my kids and my family, my friends don't have to see me the way that I saw my parents. If there's a part that I can play in that, yeah, that's what I want to do. Yeah. And so yeah. for me, what I what I'm learning is that a lot of times, like when it comes to like like when we uh, talk about aesthetics, for me, um, probably with how I eat, I don't know that I can. I'm not sure if I can get to the type of aesthetics that that would allow me to see what may look a certain way. But what I can uh, do is there are certain places where I know that my heart rate uh, needs to be, or there are certain places where when it comes to uh, body fat percentage, yeah. I'm in a place that keeps me away from Mm-hmm. being at that spot where I'm close to where di- diabetes are. Or I'm, I'm so far away from it that that isn't something that is a concern in that way. So it's really controlling things in that way. And, and, and I don't want to give the, the notion that I'm paranoid uh, because I'm not, but I, I think that my parents and, and my brothers are, are big motivators in me wanting to be healthy. I I want to be the one that 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 changes um, how things are, and and also not, and and it's more more than just um, uh, uh, me and them not wanting them to see, but I also want to kind of model something so that so that because that was something that I didn't see. I didn't I didn't see my parents like you know exercising and taking walks and doing intermittent fasting and. Mm-hmm. Uh, only eating so much of this sweet and all that. Like I said, if, if my parents want a cake, their their thought was, okay, well, that's what insulin's for, because I can eat as much of this as I want, and then I can regulate it. And so, so I want to, I, I'm kind of, I want to change, uh, change the 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 paradigm, you know, um, and and really kind of model out something different as well. So that's so so my so as far as specific goals probably you know like i honestly believe it or not if i if i i think i'm somewhere like around 17 18% body fat mm-hmm. somewhere around there if i'm if i'm around uh if i'm like 16 to 15 i'm good, good. that's not going to give me abs <laughs> that's not going to give me uh you know but but it is going to say uh that I'm still athletic, you know. Yeah. If I if I'm if my resting uh heart rate is, you know, high fifties, low sixties, cool. That means that I'm athletic, but it doesn't it, it that that isn't gonna be what it would be if I, you know, looked like looked more athletic. But I, I don't know. Maybe I, I I was talking for a long time about no, but that's, that's really kinda no, that's 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 a, that's yeah. a place to be, and I think um, for all of us. But um, you said it first, but I'll say for you, um, Trey. I think that trying to be healthy and having that regimen. I mean, 
obviously is as you have you are changing that paradigm because look at Tom. Tom goes to the gym, he works out, good shape, your 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 family, your girls. You could tell Brad, everybody, you could you can kind of you, we you we're we're already doing we have already done that. And I think mm-hmm. and I think it's important to to continue to do that. Cause even though if some a lot of times we don't get shouted out, mm-hmm. you can see mm-hmm. what they're doing. And like, yes, we mm-hmm. we uh, we la- we laid that we we laid that groundwork, but I think it is important, mm-hmm. and um, I think our dad's generations didn't do a great job of um, taking care of their bodies. <laughs> yeah, no, just, no. I, my dad doesn't. You know, my dad just. I mean, he didn't go to the gym like that. I mean, that, I think, like in the, I think in the late '80s, or that that gyms really exploded and, and being healthy. Yeah. Right? For for people that weren't bodybuilders, just for everyday people. I think that's more yeah. started kind of with um, our generation. No, I, 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 I just know it as, I just want to, I think part of being a man is um, the greatest, the greatest, sometimes what's that quote? The greatest uh, ability is availability. And part mm-hmm. of a man is making sure we are healthy and we are here as long as we can. Real talk, real talk. To, to, to run our families straight up. Yeah. Yeah, even that they're even they're adults and they're grown and they got kids, they need a dad for real. Let me tell you <laughs> something. You you hit on something so big that I, I real talk. Like I know that anything happens to me, I know y'all y'all got my family as I got. And, but and and I don't even want to get into morbid yeah, talk yeah. about that. But but real like if we have real real conversation and get to a real place. I want to do what I can because I really feel that it's important for me to be here. I feel like my my voice and uh, is is important, is valid. And it's, and it's not, and, and I say that not to diminish uh, Tandy uh, because I know Tandy's voice is valid and, and important, but I feel like it's kind of the amalgam of what what our dynamics are together, and I want to keep that going as long as possible because I don't think when that you know they get to a place where they're all right, well they're in their twenties, okay, now they're in their thirties, and you know that that it's it's cool. I, I want to be a consistent voice because there's more things that I will have learned and will be able to impart and and walk through with them, and I don't I don't want to give that up, and if if it means that. I'm going to have to jog laps, you know, to, to be able to continue to have these, the types of conversations and to be in, in uh, my kids and in our kids' lives. I just, I, that's what it is.